This is Sustainable-ish with me, Jen Gale, and it is great to have you here. Listen in each week and I hope I can brighten up your day and leave you feeling inspired and excited about the magnificent human being that you are and the power that you have to create a better world. You won't find any expectations of eco-warrior perfection here. There's no obligatory tree hugging. You won't be judged if you drive a car, wear leather shoes, or eat the odd pack of Haribo every now and then. I'll be sharing my own gems of wisdom for sustainable-ish living, and I also relentlessly scour the internet for people doing amazing things to tackle the big environmental issues that we're facing, and I hound them until they agree to come on and inspire us all with their fabulousness and the positive change that they're making. So sit back, listen in, and get ready to change the world one baby step at a time. Hello, welcome back to the Sustainable-ish podcast. Really amazing and exciting to be back. And my goodness, it has been a while, hasn't it? I thought I'd have a little break after doing 12 podcasts in 12 days for the book launch way back in January. And then a month or two passed and then a global pandemic hit. And here we are six months down the line. How are you? How is life treating you? How has lockdown been for you? It's a strange old time, isn't it? When lockdown started, I don't know about you, but I descended into a massive funk. My husband was furloughed for the first four weeks and it turns out he's someone who likes to get on and do things and he was very productive in a tidying the house and doing all those jobs we never get round to type way. And me, not so much. I just wanted to lie on the sofa and read trashy novels in between random bouts of tears and attempting to get my head around homeschooling the kids. It felt like a really weird time. I mean, generally it was and still is a really weird time, but a really weird time for the environmental movement. Up until March, it felt like maybe 2020 was going to be the year that we might see some real shift. Public awareness was the highest it's ever been around the climate crisis and it really felt like the tide was starting to turn. And then, bam, suddenly the world is turned on its head and the threat of the climate crisis was suddenly overshadowed by this very real and very immediate threat and we all had to act. All of our energy and our headspace was suddenly taken up by coronavirus working out how to be and to live in this new world that was thrust upon us was really hard to figure out where being eco-friendly fitted into all of this, if actually indeed it did at all. And I personally felt quite disheartened on top of all the uh, stress and anxiety of everything else that was going on. I felt really disheartened, worrying that we would lose any kind of momentum that we'd gained as a as a movement, I guess, and struggling to work out what to say, how to position myself and all things sustainable-ish amongst everything else that was going on. I ended up kind of telling myself that people had other priorities and that no one was really all that interested in eco stuff at that moment. But I proved myself very, very wrong when, inspired by a friend running an online festival for people who've been made redundant, I decided on the spur of the moment to run the Sustainable-ish online festival in May and pulled the whole thing together in just two weeks. And it was one of the best things I have 
ever done. No word of a lie. (laughs) Over two and a half thousand people gathered in the virtual campsite pop-up Facebook group. There were nearly 40 talks and workshops and panel discussions with an amazing lineup of speakers and guests. And to date, those talks have been viewed nearly 10,000 times and the feedback has just blown me away. Like me, it turns out so many people had been struggling during lockdown and to have a space to come together and to regroup and to be inspired all over again was a truly special thing. A pretty clear message then to me and I guess to everyone else that people do still care and are still interested in finding out what they can do to create positive change for our planet. And just as a side note, all of those talks are now on YouTube and I'll link to that in the show notes if you do want to go and have a browse, whether you came and watched some of them in the festival or it's all new to you, go and have a little uh, a little look and see what you can get inspired by. But today what I want to talk about in this opening episode of the this return series, series four I think we're on now for the podcast, I want to talk a little bit about lockdown guilt because I have spoken to so many people online, via email, on webinars I've run and in my six week coaching group who are feeling really guilty that they're not able to make some of the changes that they want to because of the circumstances we find ourselves in in lockdown. Or maybe they were doing things some things really well pre-lockdown and things have slipped. And I feel like that's especially with regard to food shopping and to plastic packaging for food. So let me be very clear. This is not your fault. This is not something to feel guilty about. This is a situation that is way out of our control. Some of the shops we might usually visit have been shut Online food shop deliveries have reverted back to plastic bags and supermarkets don't have the full range that they might usually do, although things are getting better. These are things that we have no control over and we can't change the things that we can't control. So just in case you need it, this is permission from me to let go of that guilt. The very fact that you're feeling guilty means that you're aware of the problem and you're doing what you can. And that bit, doing what you can, that's key. In this situation, there is very little that we can do about some things right now. As restrictions start to lift and things start to slowly return to some kind of normality, then we can make changes. We can return to our favourite local shops. We can ask for no bags, please, on our deliveries. And there will be more plastic-free choices. But for now... Remember as well that plastic is only one part of the puzzle. And yes, it's a very visible part of the puzzle, but it is only one part. For the vast majority of us, our carbon footprints will have been slashed during lockdown. Less driving, more walking, no flying. Food waste, which is a huge contributor to the climate crisis after initial surge due to stockpiling, has dropped by up to a third in some cases, which is massive. More of us are meal planning and working really hard to make sure that we don't waste the food that we're buying. And so many of us as well have been so much more aware of the nature right on our doorstep and we protect what we love. So if we're all falling back again in love again with where we live with our beautiful planet, that can only be a good thing. So just in case you are feeling like you've gone backwards during lockdown or maybe you're feeling like it's harder to get started than ever... Here are a few little suggestions for you. Get really clear about what feels harder. Is it everything 
or is it actually mainly just that plastic associated with food shopping? What other changes have happened over the last couple of months that have actually been a real positive for the planet? Maybe you've been working from home. Maybe the car's only been out twice in the last month. Maybe you've been shopping less for clothes or other things. Make a plan for the changes that you want to make as and when you can. Write it down, stick it up somewhere so your brain knows that you're not going to forget about it and that it's okay to park it for now until these things come back into the realm of the things that you can change. And try and shift your focus from the things that you can't change to the things that you can, because there are still so many things that we can do, so many positive changes we can still make. Could you move your energy supplier to a renewable tariff? Could you switch your search engine to Ecosia, which is a search engine that plants trees with its ad revenue? Could you make your next online purchase from somewhere other than Amazon? Could you start meal planning? There will always be things that we can't control because we're part of a system that is not designed with people and planet in mind. But there will always be things that we can control and change too. So let's do them. Right, that's it from me until next time. I'm so glad to be back. Do leave a comment or a review if you're pleased to see the podcast back. Let me know, share it with your friends and family and I really look forward to catching up with you next time. Take care. You've been listening to Sustainable-ish, you wonderful sack of loveliness with me, Jen Gale. Hopefully we've fired some neurons and we've got the old grey matter thinking about what changes you can make in your life this week to live that little bit more sustainably. Do let me know what that is. I love to hear about the changes that people are making, big or small. Every single one counts. If you've enjoyed the show, and I hope you have, do hop over to iTunes to leave a comment or a review and then the bots at iTunes will cotton on to just how awesome it is and it will show up in more people's feeds. Or at least I think that's how it works. Thanks so much for listening. I will catch you next time. Bye.